0: From the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Both of us uh, want to represent our leagues well, want to represent our schools well, uh, and at the end of the day, it's the last Big 12 SEC challenge, to um, you want to finish the challenge right.
2: over the Kansas Jayhawks tonight. Baylor has won three straight over KU here in Waco. The Bears win their fifth straight in Big 12 conference play. And the Jayhawks, their third straight Big 12 loss. 75-69, Bears over the Jayhawk.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
3: So it looks like the Bears will let the dribble out the clock. And they will. 68 to 55. The final score. Texas with them in the win today over
4: the Bears. A two day break after a loss. You know, like, I, I just think you want to get right back on the horse and ride. And, and so I think. Uh, it was at a good time. No, physically, was it wasn't a good time? You know, it's always hard to say.
0: Stay connected with the voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears.
5: I'm just excited to get get into the full season here, where we can go 20 hours a week. And we can, we can really get to work and, and uh, start getting ready for uh, for opening day.
0: Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
2: Hi, and welcome, John Morris Show on a Friday. A lot going on on this Friday. Beautiful weather outside. Heard Coach uh, Scott Drew in there. Highlight cut, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, Baylor, in action tomorrow, 3 o'clock in the Farrell Center, hosting Arkansas, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. We'll visit with the voice of the Razorbacks, Chuck Barrett, coming up in the hour. Heard from Nikki Collin in there, Baylor women's basketball coach, highlight cut. Derek Smith, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. The women are headed to Lubbock. They'll play Texas Tech tomorrow, back in action after uh, a uh, probably a long week for them. A break after the game on Sunday, but a loss, a 13-point loss to Texas. But back in action tomorrow, the broadcast on 104.9 FM and on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. And you heard from Mitch Thompson in there. Mitch, a guest on Game Time this morning with Tom Ward and Ryan. Baylor baseball opening practice for the new season right about now. They had media at 245, practice uh, beginning about right now at Baylor Ballpark. And Aaron, for February 27th, I'm um, January 27th, uh pretty good weather day to be outside at the ballpark today.
6: Yeah, it would, about 10 degrees warmer would be perfect, but <laughs> right. we'll take what we can get because it is a it's a gorgeous day.
2: Yep, really nice. And you heard Mitch there, so hoping for good weather as they have 3 weeks until their season opener, 3 weeks, February 17th the season opener for Baylor. Let's uh let's start right there in fact with Baylor baseball beginning practice today for the new season here's a little bit more from coach Thompson on game time this morning talking about this stage of practice heading into the season opener three weeks from today
5: well I mean we're just you know again we're just getting out here as a team again now and the, the important thing for us is going to be just to do the whole thing I mean we've got to take we've got to take tons of reps of ground balls fly balls game reacts uh, you know, on defense to get going, we've got to, we've got to make sure our arms and our legs are, are in really good shape and ready to play multiple days in a row. we got to take care of our pitchers arms and keep, keep progressing them, especially our starters, keep progressing them. So, that, you know, uh, opening weekend, we're not, we're not out there on a, on a 50 pitch count limit. You know, we've got to do all that while we still keep them healthy. So, uh, we need good weather. We're thankful for today's weather. I'm hopeful hopeful for tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to Sunday. So, you know, it's we'll take we'll take it about three three days at a time and, and pray for good weather at a time.
2: That is Mitch Thompson, first year head coach at Baylor on Game Time this morning. The entire interview available as a podcast on the web at SyntexSportsFan.com or on social media. Just search at sixteen sixty ESPN. You can hear uh, Mitch on with uh, with Tom, with Ward, with Ryan this morning from game time. Season tickets available now for Baylor baseball and softball at baylorbears.com slash tickets or give them a call at 254-710-1000. All right, uh, Aaron, the Big 12 SEC Challenge comes up this weekend. Really looking forward to it. I've loved this challenge series. I think it's great, but unfortunately, it's coming to the end, so we need to make the most of it, and uh, Coach Drew uh, wants to go out with a win, and Baylor's been very good in this Challenge Series, really the best team, either Big 12 or SEC, in this series.
6: Yeah, we talked about it before, but Coach Drew is huge on these challenges and on winning the tournaments that they go to early in the preseason. It's just part of what makes the teams so good year in and year out.
2: And he, he does put a lot into this. He really wants to wave the uh, Big 12 banner, you know, and have the Big 12 win and wants Baylor to do their part. So Baylor 7-2 and two in the nine previous uh, Big 12 SEC challenges. Baylor has the best uh, challenge series record overall. That is uh, against uh, Pac-12, Big East, all of those. Baylor has the best overall record of anybody uh, in either league, and uh, they want to continue that for sure. Here is Coach Drew on the importance of playing well and doing their part in the Big 12 S E.
1: Well, uh, first, it's easy to get excited to represent the Big 12. It's uh, uh, a great challenge. The SEC has so many uh, talented teams, good coaches, good programs. So uh, I know with Arkansas, Old Southwest Conference rival, and uh, very familiar with a lot of their players from Texas, Coach Musselman's done a great job with the program, and they've been back-to-back Elite Eights. Uh, And I know our guys are excited for any time you have a chance to play a talented team. And Arkansas has been uh, uh, one of the most consistent SEC teams, um, besides that uh, little skid they had, like we had, um, top twenty-five team uh, and really talented and athletic.
2: That little skid he mentioned uh, was a four-game losing streak for for Arkansas. They have bumped out of that with a couple of wins back to back. The losses to Auburn, Alabama, Vanderbilt, and Missouri uh, in a row, but two straight wins over Ole Miss and LSU. They beat LSU by twenty. On Tuesday night, their most recent game, Arkansas is 14-6. They are 3-5 and five in the SEC. So that's the matchup tomorrow. And, again, we'll get more on the the uh, matchup, Baylor and Arkansas, a visit with Chuck Barrett, the voice of the Hogs, coming up in just a bit. All right, I want you to hear now from Nikki Collin, Baylor women's coach, meeting with the media earlier today. Also, the Baylor women, uh, they have dropped three of their last four and they are now 13 and 6 overall, 4 and 3 in Big 12 conference play, headed to Lubbock to play Texas Tech on Saturday. Uh, yes, on Saturday at 2 p.m. And looking to uh, get back on the winning track, here is Baylor women's coach, Nikki Collin.
4: You know, I, I just think three of four. I mean, I look at the men. You know, they started 0 and 3, and now they've won four in a row. Like, you have the ability every time you step out on the court. I firmly have said this. I've said this, like, since November before we ever played a Big 12 game. You know, I think we're good enough to win every game. I think we're, we're capable of losing every game in this league and, and, or any game, you know, not every game, but any game. And so, you know, we, we just have to get ourselves back in the win column and, and, and build our confidence and keep trying to get better um, at what we do on both ends of the court.
2: 2 o'clock tomorrow for the Baylor women in Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. Krista Gerlich, the uh, the new head coach there at Texas Tech, and um, not the new head coach, but she is the head coach. Her third season for the Lady Raiders. That game, one uh, thirty airtime, two o'clock first first pitch. <laughs> Cross seasons there. <laughs> first it was first it was kickoff. It's going to be off. That's
6: going to be interesting.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now it's uh, tip off and first pitch. But it is the tip-off. Uh, Two o'clock tomorrow. It's on one hundred four point nine FM. Is the radio broadcast one hundred four point nine FM with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm. Television on Big Twelve now on ESPN Plus. Our friend Ron Thulin with the broadcast uh, there on television for Baylor women's basketball. All right, we're off and running on a Friday. You can tell a lot going on. Plenty more uh, equestrian uh, match going on right now. And another one tomorrow, men's tennis, women's tennis in action, track and field's on the road. They're running at a meet in Fayetteville, Arkansas. But we'll take a break and be back with more in just a moment. We are glad you are with us on a Friday afternoon. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on Game Time.
0: Welcome into the program, the Athletic Director and Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics from Baylor University, Mac Rhodes.
5: I, I wish, you know, there was about five or six of me and I could clone <laughs> myself and, and get, to, get to all of them because it's important. You know, I've got great staff. I think it's the, the best in the country, and we divide and conquer. And It's a lot of fun, and it, it's a joy to be around our, our student-athletes and
0: coaches. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Run, don't
5: walk, to the Baylor-Lyon Foundation's
2: annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. Sparkle into the new year with DMRA Fine Jewelers. Now through January 31st, take up to 60% off during the DMRA January Clearance Event and save big on pieces from your favorite brands. New year, new jewelry at the DMRA Fine Jewelers January Clearance Event. Shop and save now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. The Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day on this Friday. That is, do you know who that is? No clue. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm the one that edited it and put it. I in. I like that's
6: that that's seventies uh, kind of. Yeah.
2: Oh, bu- definitely. The,
6: the key, What is that? I mean, it's a it's an organ, right?
2: Probably. Yeah. yeah
6: but probably it's it's so. got a funky sound to it.
2: Yeah. That's what we're going for. Right. Yeah. The no. Obviously. Yeah. It's the a day. Funky Bump of the Day. But I, I think know, it's the you, Meters. I think it's the meters, okay. which we've played before.
6: Yeah, I love that sound, In and, and it's just so distinctive of that era. Right. You know. Exactly. So it kind of makes those songs for me. It Kind of
2: catchy, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. I like it. All right, very good. Welcome back to Rob Sellers' Funky Bump of the Day. Brings us back ESPN Central Texas. We are brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas, independently owned, that's been helping families and businesses In Central Texas, meet their financial needs since 2007. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown for Alliance Bank, Central Texas. We will visit with uh, Chuck Barrett coming up uh, in just a moment. In fact, next segment. Uh, And our friend Amanda Cunningham may be calling here in just a moment. Uh, Aaron, we forgot to talk about that, but watch for Amanda's call And she's got something going on this weekend. We want to get the news uh, about that uh, from her. So that is coming up. Big weekend with the Big 12 SEC Challenge. We've talked about the schedule. Some really good games. I mean, really good. Starts at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. In Morgantown is where it tips off. 15th-ranked Auburn at West Virginia tomorrow morning 11 on ESPN. Prior to that, uh, College Game Day will have a show live from Knoxville, Tomorrow morning, 10 to 11. So that'll tip off the day, and uh, that'll be pretty cool. And then the game day crew, they go uh, on by bus on the game day bus to Lexington, Kentucky, and then they'll be at halftime live of the Kentucky-Kansas game from Lexington. So that's uh, that's pretty good commitment by those guys. Live in the morning in Knoxville, on the bus to Lexington, halftime, of the Kansas-Kentucky game on ESPN tomorrow. So uh, that's a pretty cool tie-in with the day, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Uh, the games tomorrow, 3 at 1 o'clock. 12th-ranked Iowa State at Missouri. That is 1 o'clock on ESPN2. 2nd-ranked Alabama at Oklahoma, 1 o'clock on ESPN. And 1 o'clock on ESPNU, Texas Tech at LSU. 3 o'clock, two games, including ours, Arkansas at number 17, Baylor. It's here on ESPN Central Texas. 2.30 tip-off, 3 o'clock, I'm sorry, 2.30 airtime, 3 o'clock tip-off for Baylor. And Arkansas television will be on ESPN. Tom Hart, Fran Fraschilla, the broadcast on television. Tom was on the show with us yesterday. Also at 3 o'clock, 11th-ranked TCU at Mississippi State in the hump. And that game is on ESPN2 tomorrow. Two games at five o'clock, uh, including tenth-ranked Texas at number four Tennessee. That'll be on ESPN. Also at five o'clock, Florida at number five Kansas State. That is on ESPN too. That'll be uh, it's a big one for Keontae Johnson having a great year for Kansas State, and he is a transfer from Florida. So really big game for uh, for he and the Wildcats coming up tomorrow. Then 7 o'clock tomorrow evening, it's on ESPN, ninth-ranked Kansas at Kentucky. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, Kansas, uh, it's KU and UK, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Then at 7 o'clock on ESPN2, also tomorrow Ole Miss at Oklahoma State. So that is the lineup of games coming up tomorrow, uh, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Final Final one of uh, this challenge series, I think, I think it got caught by several things. Uh, Number one, just maybe it's run its course with ESPN. They want to do something different. They will do the SEC ACC Challenge next year, and it'll be in December. It's not going to be in January like this one is. So that probably uh, defers to the coaches who, you know, it's a tough ask to stop conference play and play this game. Uh, But they've made it work. And, I mean, both sides, Big 12 and SEC, have made it work. And um, you know, I think I think ESPN is a part of that. plus the schedule for Baylor, I mean for big 12 next year. what's that schedule gonna look like with 14 schools? Yeah, it's, maybe you can't accommodate this. that.
6: That's probably a big part of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So there's factors uh, that it's going away. And uh, just enjoy this one tomorrow. some really good games, and uh, we'll see how things play out. Okay. All right, so uh, Baylor and Arkansas tomorrow, Old Southwest Conference reunion. That is fun. A rematch of the Elite Eight game from Indianapolis two years ago. That'll be fun. Also, Arkansas, um, again, uh, three and five in the SEC. They are 13 and six overall. Let's do this. Let's take a break here. When we come back, we will catch up and visit with. Chuck Barrett, the voice of the Arkansas Razorbacks, get his side of this matchup coming up tomorrow. we got that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Matt Mosley, weekdays at
0: 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Porter Mosier in one of the tightest golf
3: shirts in the conference. Man loves a good tight golf shirt. I mean, guys like John Morris and I that are kind of built a certain way. Aaron, you used to be built like us. You lost all that weight. John and I, we're normal looking guys. And we like a good XL golf shirt. Porter Mosier is a man in his 50s who has decided to show everybody every aspect the matt mosley
2: show
0: weekdays 4 to 6 p.m on espn central texas
2: a bank in any town usa treats everyone like well anyone at central national bank we provide central texans with a different kind of banking we believe in people over processes listening over telling and helping our customers over helping ourselves come to central national bank and experience the difference
3: bank different bank central central national bank member fdic okay so what's the most important part about your house no it's not that bar or even the man cave think about it the most important thing is your roof it has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way so it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company Listen to the John
0: Moore show online at SyntexSportsFan.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Delicious menu. A delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco,
7: La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now.
2: Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GALLON for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's
3: promo code GALLON. You can cash out anytime. right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GALLON for a
2: 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code Gallon.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
3: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. After going on the head coaching tour, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn has decided to stay in Dallas, saying he has unfinished business in Dallas. Four more Cowboy coaches have been dismissed, including longtime Cowboy Leon Lett. Dallas Mavericks topped the Phoenix Suns 99-95 last night. UMHB basketball gets the win over East Texas Baptist 89-78. UMHB women fall to ETBU 67-61. SEC Challenge the Bears host Arkansas in the Ferrell Center tomorrow. Tip is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Beta women in action tomorrow as well, traveling to Lubbock to face Texas Tech. Tip is at 2 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM.
0: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
5: Graham on the offensive end now to Council right wing. 4.50 to play in the half. Black, top of the key, three-pointer good. Wow, the Hawks 4 of 4 from beyond the arc. 36 to 13 with 4.40 to go.
0: You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
5: We've seen him go in and dunk in this situation before. He yeah, might not, do it again. No, I'm not going to tonight. Three seconds, two seconds, one second, and it is over. The Razorbacks have won the ball game, sixty to forty. A dominant performance by the Razorbacks tonight. <laughs>
0: Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
2: Highlight cut courtesy of the Arkansas Sports Network from Learfield. Chuck Barrett with the call. The Razorbacks are coming to Waco. Man, that's uh, it's been a common refrain. But going back a few years, Arkansas headed to Waco, part of the Big Twelve SEC Challenge tomorrow afternoon, three o'clock in the Farrell Center. Let's welcome in our uh, longtime friend, Chuck Barrett, the voice of the Razorbacks. And Chuck, I appreciate your time today and looking forward to you guys being here tomorrow.
5: Well, John, I enjoy being on with you anytime and uh, we're looking forward to being in Waco. It's been really cold in Arkansas this <laughs> week, so we're, we're hoping it's warmer.
2: Like I told you, it's, it's not warm really, but it's sunny. So hopefully that, that'll count for something
5: absolutely
2: (laughs) come on down let me get your perspective uh from the sec perspective on this challenge series in the last year uh do what do you think do you think it just sort of ran its course and we need to try something different or why do you think this is ending
5: oh i think that probably has something to do with it from the tv people's perspective i don't think you know for example our fans i i think they've enjoyed the big 12 challenge because for us Um, you know, it's a lot closer proximity than what it's going to be with the ACC. So um, I hate to see it in, frankly. Um, I know the TV people, you know, they've got their decisions to make and obviously they've made it. But, um, you know, we'll enjoy being in Waco Saturday and hopefully there'll be some non-conference games scheduled, you know, through the year. So, we can see each other again, and, and a lot of the teams that are really close together can play one another again.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's a good way to look at it, or let's meet in March. How about that, like we did uh, yeah, a couple of down. years ago? Good, How right. about
5: that? That wasn't bad. That yeah. wasn't bad.
2: Absolutely. Uh, do you think part of it is it's difficult this time of year to – you're in the middle of conference like Baylor is, and it's difficult for the coaches and their staffs to kind of just you know stop – and play somebody out of conference, and then get going again, do you think that's a factor?
5: Well, I think it is. I, I think from an SEC perspective, one of the things this game, when it's played, does is force the league to begin conference play, and it has the last few years, between Christmas and New Year. Right. And I don't think that's really good for anyone. Um, so I think that there's there's some consideration from that perspective, Um, I think there are a lot of people, frankly, that don't like the fact that it's in the middle of conference season. Uh, The talk when we go into our deal with the ACC will be that they'll play in December Mm -hmm. is uh, what we understand. And um, I do like that aspect of it. Um, I don't like the fact really that you have to interrupt conference play to do it. I don't think that's reason enough to necessarily do away with it. But I know that, you know, when you play and how you do December in relation to your bowl games with your football teams and such. I know a lot of that plays into it as well.
2: Chuck, uh, tell me about Arkansas's season to this point. 100th season for Arkansas basketball. Uh, Baylor and Arkansas played many, many years uh, every year in the Southwest Conference. That was fun. What about this year? Uh, went over LSU earlier this week to get to 3-5 and five in the league.
5: You know, they've been all over the road, John, <laughs> and I don't really know how else to put it. They had a lot of promise at the beginning of the season, and then they lost, arguably, their two best players. And it's been different since then. Um, I think that they got into league play, and you know one of those two best players, uh, a guy named Trevin Brazil, had been through the league before playing at Bizzou. And the other, Nick Smith, was you know one of the highest-rated freshmen in the country, and I don't know that he's really afraid of anything. But it's left the team with some players, some very good players, who really have not faced the type road environments that they faced this year in the sec. Baylor faces this Arkansas faces this. When you go to other people's places, it's a big game. And so it's going to be a full house. I'm sure the Ferrell center is going to be full Saturday, not necessarily because it's Arkansas, but in some instances it is. And like when we went to LSU and when we went to uh, Vanderbilt of all places, I mean, they had the biggest crowds they've had and, I think we had some kids, frankly, that didn't handle that as well as they could have. They got a little bit better the last time out on the road, even though they lost. They won two straight at home. And I'm not going to confuse Ole Miss and LSU with Baylor. But a lot of the things that ailed them, they seemed to correct over the last couple of games. And um, we'll see if they're able to sustain that, you know. I know Baylor had a lot of struggles out of the gate in the league, and they've turned it around in a hurry. Arkansas's turnaround's been a little bit slower. Um, and, you know, we've got a stretch right now where we're playing three straight conference games at home, and the fourth game beyond that that's on the roads against the last-place team. That's a time when normally you get well. I don't know if you get well playing Baylor on the road. <laughs> so, you know, it's, 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 it's been a mixed bag, and I realize that's a long answer, but it's been a mixed bag. This team's going to have to play defense well and rebound well to have a chance. It's not a great shooting team. They're good at the rim. They've got to score around the rim. They've got to be able to score off the dribble drive. They have shot it better the last week, but their numbers still in terms of the season are not all that good.
2: Chuck, what about Nick Smith? Uh, Looks like he hadn't played in over a month now. What's his status moving forward?
5: Well, that's a good question. And, you know, this is the first time, honestly, that I've seen a situation like this where you've got a guy that's so highly regarded by the pros and is managed so closely by those who will manage him when he becomes a pro that, um, you know, it's it's hard to know exactly, you know, what the – uh, what the ultimate decision is going to be i don't think he's going to play saturday um and i wouldn't anticipate him playing for a few more weeks if at all um but you know this is one of those things that is part of the new era of college basketball um everybody's got a handler and in the era of nil half of them have de facto agents and so i mean it's um that's a long way of saying I don't know, and I wish I could. I'm not avoiding the question. I just don't know. It's a whole different era in terms of some of these kids. You know how they're how they people that are going to handle them later want to handle them now. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a different world, isn't it? When you factor in that NIL and uh, just so many other factors, and so many people in these guys' ears. Uh, you know, we've got that with some players also. Sounds like uh, Nick Smith's got a lot of a lot of people in his ear right now.
5: Well, they all do, and I think that's one of the things we're going to have to see settle in the Nil era. I mean, ultimately, you're going to be decided by your play on the floor. and that's that's what's going to be the determining factor. Sometimes it doesn't seem that way, but um, I wonder sometimes if you know all the uh, the cautiousness, uh, the being careful, um, I think sometimes it brings into question whether or not these kids are really gamers. Um, I don't know if NBA GMs consider that or not. I just don't know. I just think we're in an era now where um, each case is going to be different. And Arkansas has got a case right now where, you know, there's uh, there's been some injury there and they want to make certain that they don't do anything further to damage what should be a long basketball career. Um, at the same time, I know for people it's been frustrating because they'd like to see them out there.
2: Chuck, final question: uh, You and I go back a ways, and even back to Southwest Conference days. Is there a little bit of nostalgia? You know, as Baylor and and Arkansas get together.
5: Well, there is for me. I mean, I'm uh, I'm old enough to remember the, you know, the games at the heart of Texas Coliseum. I'm old enough to remember, you know, Eddie Sutton, and um, you know, going way back. I mean, I can remember, you know, at the final era of our time in the SWC with coach Iba there. I mean there were some great great teams over the years of Baylor, Jim Haller. I yeah. mean uh I think about all that and if 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 you're old enough to remember, yes. Um I think uh, I think you remember that. You know, if you're not, it's probably just something the old folks talk about. But <laughs> for me, for me I enjoy it a lot.
2: Very cool. Man, it's great to catch up with you. I appreciate your time. Safe travels and we'll see you at the Farrell Center on Saturday. Holler if you need anything from here.
5: All right, John, I appreciate being with you. Thank you.
2: That is the great Chuck Barrett, the voice of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Always great to visit with him. Look forward to uh, he and the Hogs coming to Waco. Baylor in Arkansas comes up tomorrow. We're on the air at 2.30, tip off at 3 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on ESPN. Uh, another interview Chuck and I did, Aaron. uh, <laughs> He was reminding me in a nice way about the uh, Super Regional when Arkansas played against Baylor in 2012. Remember that? I Hogs want it. Yeah, they want it oh, to get yeah, to okay. the College yeah. World Series. Yeah, yeah, I do. Baylor a botched double play away from getting to the World Series. I remember
6: it very, very vividly. Yes, now, I yes. do
2: too. And he wasn't bringing it up to stick the knife in or twist the knife. He was just remembering. Uh, he, we actually helped him with some equipment when he was here. So he was very, very nice in bringing that up also.
6: And you can literally hang on the rim about the last time that Baylor beat Arkansas
2: yeah <laughs> could do that right to get to the final <laughs> The last four. one
6: went to the bears we'll just put it that way
2: that's exactly right elite eight two years ago all right uh great to visit with chuck we appreciate that hey let's welcome in now our good friend amanda cunningham amanda caldwell banker apex realtor uh, amanda thanks for being on with us how's your friday going
7: Thank you. Hey, it's going great. The weather is nice outside. We've been busy. The market's picking up. It's all good.
2: Very nice. Glad to hear it. And you've got a big event coming up tomorrow. Uh, I saw the name, the Shred Event. And to be honest, I had no idea what that was until (laughs) you told me. So tell us what that
7: is. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody goes, What does that mean? Get shredded? Or what I said, No, it's right here document. So we always like to have community events throughout the year. And this is our annual shred event, which we get a big truck. We order a huge truck for um, to come park in the parking lot outside of our office. And that way the community can bring all their papers, documents, things they've been wanting to get rid of for years, and uh, bring them by and drop them in the shredder. And uh, there you go. Everything is gone and safe, and you can get it out of your house. So
2: that's a real service. Yeah, yeah. that's a real service.
7: Yeah, it's always been really successful. And then they also have a disposal of medical equipment Mm. because a lot of those things you can't just throw away. So if you have medical equipment that you need to dispose of, then bring that by as well.
2: Well, very nice. So that's tomorrow, 10 to noon at uh, the Colwell Banker Apex office right there on the corner, Valley Mills and Waco Drive. Easy to find, easy to get to. And this is all free, just a service of Caldwell Banker, right?
7: Yes, it's uh, from the Amanda Cunningham Global Group. So we gotcha. like to do that as our group, and um, we will have coffee and kolaches and donuts. So
2: oh, there you go, head <laughs> to it a little bit. <laughs> Very cool. And did I get the hours right? Ten to noon tomorrow.
7: Yes, that's it. Ten to twelve. So come by. Very good. Coffee.
2: Anything, any other instructions for people or just pull up and they'll see where you are and you'll take care of the rest?
7: Yeah, they can just pull up. We'll be outside and um, yeah, the big truck will be right there in front of the parking lot. So they can just kind of pull around, drop. They'll help them get all their uh, documents out as well. Right, So they're really awesome.
2: Okay. So documents to be shredded plus medical equipment that you need to dispose of. So Again, that is a really nice community uh, service event by your Global uh, Luxury Group.
7: Thank you. Very yes. good. Well done. To help out.
2: Well done. Thank you very much. Anything else we need to know about it?
7: That, uh, nope, that's it. Y'all just come by tomorrow and get coffee, donuts, and clear out your spring. Well, it's not spring cleaning yet, but a lot <laughs> of people are starting to clean up around the house right now.
2: It's a head start yeah. on spring cleaning, is what it is. So That's pretty <laughs> that's cool. All right. Hey, thank you very much, Amanda. We appreciate it. Thanks for sharing with us.
7: Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too.
2: All right, Amanda Cunningham, uh, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor, her global luxury group with this great community event that comes up tomorrow, 10 to noon. It's right there at the Caldwell Banker building on the corner. You can't miss it. The big building on the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive. It is absolutely free to the public. They'll shred any documents that you have that need to be... uh, You know, safely and securely shredded. And if you have medical equipment, they'll dispose of that properly as well. So way to go, Amanda. Way to go uh, to you and your group for that uh, community uh, commitment and event. All right, let's take a break. Uh, Back with more in just a moment. Final segment. Look ahead. Share some birthdays with you. Take you into the weekend. Look ahead to the Matt Mosley Show as well. All coming up on the John Morris Show. Keep it here. On ESPN Central Texas.
0: Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
2: It's the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday in the Farrell Center is the Bears host Arkansas. 2:30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday.
3: Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, right here on the flagship
0: station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show.
7: Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
3: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. After going on the head coaching tour, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn has decided to stay in Dallas, saying he has unfinished business in Dallas. Four more Cowboy coaches have been dismissed, including longtime Cowboy Leon Lett. Dallas Mavericks topped the Phoenix Suns 99-95 last night. UMHB basketball gets the win over East Texas Baptist 89-78. UMHB women fall to ETBU 67-61. SEC Challenge the Bears host Arkansas in the Ferrell Center tomorrow. Tip is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Beta women in action tomorrow as well, traveling to Lubbock to face Texas Tech. Tip is at 2 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM.
0: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Final segment, John Morris Show on a Friday alongside Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuel Studios. We appreciate you being with us today. Drive carefully out there. Enjoy this weather. Really, really nice. Told you Equestrian in action today. Just got the final results. Uh, Baylor Equestrian, number eight in the nation, has knocked off number nine. UT Martin, 15-2. to two. Pretty dominant win there for Casey Maxwell and Baylor Equestrian. They're back in action tomorrow morning, 11 a.m at the Willis Family Equestrian Center hosting South Dakota State. So, another chance to see Baylor Equestrian in action at home comes up tomorrow morning at 11. Congratulations on the spring opening win today. Uh, Baylor women's tennis in the uh, ITA kickoff weekend down in Austin all weekend. Men's tennis hosting the ITA kickoff weekend at the Heard Tennis Center all weekend here in Waco. I say herd, uh, outside if the weather is like this, they can go inside if they need to and uh, certainly appreciate the option to go in if they need to due to weather into Hawkins Indoor Tennis Facility. So that is going on. I told you track and field running at the Razorback Invitational in Fayetteville today and tomorrow and, uh, of course, basketball. Uh, We talked about Baylor uh, men versus Arkansas tomorrow, 3 o'clock in the Ferrell Center, already sold out. Women versus Texas Tech tomorrow, 2 o'clock from Lubbock, and the broadcast on 104.9 FM. Baseball beginning practice today for the Bears at Baylor Ballpark. All right, uh, so here this kind of begins. It doesn't begin, but this kind of ramps up the uh, great overlap in the spring, Aaron, with uh, basketball still going strong. Here comes baseball, here comes softball, tennis, equestrian, uh, You know, golf is going on as well. So here's the great overlap as we get ready to move into February.
6: Yeah, it's about to go from just men's and women's basketball, basically, to everything in the spring. It's going to be <laughs> nuts around here.
2: I like it. so right. That's true. It's fun. Keeps you hopping for sure. All right, let's look ahead. Matt Mosley's show coming up next, top of the hour. What do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 this afternoon?
6: We will talk with legendary Alito football head coach Tim Buchanan. I think he's won eight state titles. Wow. Um, I believe he is going to retire after next year, I think.
2: Are you breaking news here?
6: I hope. Not, <laughs> because that would mean I, I got it wrong, I'm not sure, but uh, uh we will talk with Coach Buchanan coming up at 20, and then at 5 o'clock, we will talk with uh Baylor football inside linebackers coach, Christian Robinson, Ooh, about nice. being the newest member of the Baylor football staff.
2: Very good, all right, and Alito, thinking about Alito, uh he's the football coach, mm-hmm. in Buchanan, but... Alito has been very good to Baylor baseball and softball also. Great programs there. Hmm. And we have really uh, benefited from that here at Baylor. All right, so that's coming up on the Matt Mosley Show. Keep it here for that, 4 to 6 uh, p.m. Uh, Also, uh, game time this morning, as we mentioned, Mitch Thompson among their guests this morning. If you want to go back and find that, you can uh, find the podcast of Tom and Ward and Ryan's visit with Baylor baseball head coach Mitch Thompson from this morning. Check that out, game time. Back on Monday morning, 7 to 9 a.m., every weekday morning here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's look at some birthdays as we close things up in the 3 p.m. hour. Uh, Let's see. Here's the list. It's Randy Robertson's birthday. Happy happy birthday to Randy. A lot of you uh, know Randy here in the area. Happy birthday to him. Mm, Corey Fredenberg's birthday. Happy birthday to Corey. Um, Stan Huff's birthday today. Stan, great baseball man here in Central Texas. We talk about baseball. Uh, happy birthday to Stan Huff. Ronnie Glazeman's birthday. There's another man uh, got a lot of baseball in his background. Happy birthday to Ronnie Glazeman. It's Jay Goebel's birthday today. Baylor women's golf coach. Happy birthday to Jay. Matias Moran, former Baylor uh, men's tennis player. Happy birthday to Matias. Shehan Jayaraja, regular guest on Game Time. I think he's on once a week. Happy birthday to Shahan today. Michael Harge down in Austin, radio in Austin. Happy birthday to Michael. Uh, Dow Myers here in Waco. Happy birthday to Dow. Mm, Kalen Rice's birthday. Uh, Kalen, uh, former assistant women's basketball coach at Baylor, now on the staff at LSU. Happy birthday to Kalen And, okay, let's cap it with this. Seth Russell's birthday today. Former record-setting quarterback for the Baylor Bears. Happy birthday to Seth.
6: Lots of big wins when he was quarterback.
2: Lots of big wins, yes. So, happy birthday, Seth Russell. And there's a good list on January 27th. Aaron, who would you add to the list?
6: Faith No More lead singer Mike Patton turns 55. Pink Floyd drummer Nick Mason turns 79. I will skip my own personal thoughts on Pink Floyd, I know they they have their a lot of fans. I'm not one of them. You're just, not one of them. Oh no, I <laughs> p- p- probably well them and Tool probably my least favorite bands mm. ever, but they do have a lot of fans. So happy birthday to yeah, they've Pink Floyd albums. Too. Oh, a ton, a yeah. ton of albums. So uh, happy birthday to Nick Mason and Pink Floyd, who turns 79. Pat Oswalt turns 54. And last but not least, James Cromwell, who uh, most recently was in the last couple of uh, Jurassic World movies, oh, yeah. but yeah. also uh, was nominated for an Academy Award for uh, Babe, the pig movie. Yeah. he uh, And he's been in That's so many, movie. it really was, and he's been in so many, you know, uh, movies over his career, just a, a great, great actor. He turns 83, so happy birthday.
2: Nice. Very good. Good list. Good birthday list there. Happy birthday to all those folks. All right, let's end the hour with this. We appreciate uh, Chuck Barrett for being on with us, voice of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Today is um, a date that always stands out to me, January 27th. It is the anniversary today, 22nd anniversary today, of the plane crash that killed 10 men associated with the Oklahoma State basketball program. It was January 27th, 2001. They were coming back from a game at Colorado, three small planes. One of them got caught by the weather and went down and and killed 10 men um, that day. And this is the anniversary of that uh, fateful day for Oklahoma State University, Oklahoma State Athletics, and Oklahoma State Men's Basketball. And uh, it never, uh, this date never slips by that I don't uh, remember and want to remind you about that. So remember remember the 10 is what the banner says that hangs inside Gallagher Iba Arena. Uh, one of the 10 men that were killed was uh, Bill Teagans, their outstanding play by play announcer, did television on KWTV there in Oklahoma City, and um, uh, was a real mentor to Dan Ingham here in Central Texas when Dan was in school at Oklahoma State. So I know Dan shares these thoughts and uh, just wanted to mention that on this date, the anniversary of that plane crash, Aaron, the the crash took place, obviously, during the basketball season, and they've got you know half a season to go still. So they uh, came up with a plan, Learfield uh, did, uh, and they asked us, the other announcers in the Big 12, to fill in and do games for Oklahoma State and fill out the rest of the schedule. And, of course, all of us said yes. There was one that whose schedule wouldn't allow him to, but everybody else uh, filled in and did a game. And I did a game in Gallagher-Iba Arena. It was their second home game after the crash, and it was Bedlam. It was Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Oh, wow. Yeah, Oklahoma players came out wearing orange and black T-shirts that we will remember and it was just so emotional there, and uh, I was uh, it was tough, but I was honored to be able to sit and fill in there. Um, and everybody was in shock, you know. I remember they were still in shock. So this game I did was about two weeks after the plane crash. I think they had one one game that they postponed. They played one game on the road. They played a home game, and then this was the next game. So probably the third game back and a big one, At Home versus Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, as such, this is always very, very meaningful to remember the anniversary of that plane crash that killed uh, 10 men with Oklahoma State. So keep their families uh, in mind and in your prayers as they uh, move past another anniversary 22 years ago, January 27, 2001, and it is no less uh, poignant today than it was you know, that day and that year. So uh, very meaningful and uh, just wanted to remember them as we close things up here in the 3 o'clock hour. All right, we appreciate you being with us today. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Good night, everybody. Recently on Game Time.
0: So excited.